This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Prop or Flop, where Joe Ostrowski breaks down tonight's pro basketball action. Where can you make money on player props tonight? Joe O answers now on Prop or Flop on BetQL Daily. Well, Joe Ostrowski and uh, Ryan Horvat as well. I haven't been betting as much into the NBA. We've discussed why um, the value has been completely sucked out of the market, and you need to be in front of your computers uh, <laughs> at all moments if you're betting sides or totals, especially in the final hour to 90 minutes before these games tip off, uh, If you know, what, just so you have as much information as possible. It is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Daily BetQL Audio uh, network, download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. Also on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. You check us out on iTunes. Leave us five stars. Come on, man. It only takes a few seconds to give you all this great content on the show. Uh, we've yeah. got lightning bets coming up in just a little bit. Hey, Horvath, should we talk about the MVP race for the 90th day in a row on the damn show? Because it's not decided. The market has told us it's minus 250 for Jokic. Let's pretend like it isn't already over. Let's pretend we're all Sixers fans because every time it beat plays, oh, maybe a beat's going to be the MVP. Please. I love rooting against uh, Embiid as well, so that works out for me. Do you? Wait, why? Oh, I just don't like Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, is this a fan base thing, a city thing? What is it? You know what? Actually, it's kind of just like a fake thing because I actually really don't care. In fact, I've been to Philadelphia twice, and I actually love the city. But if you do radio in Milwaukee, you have to hate Philadelphia because there is a rivalry between the 76ers and the Bucks. Uh, they hate each other. They, they don't there like this. Yeah, you know, Giannis and Ben Simmons, uh, a couple years back, they were jawing at each other a little bit. Giannis actually dunked on him and called him an effing baby. And then Simmons had a tip-back dunk on him, and they were jawing a little bit. Uh, the Bucks lost. So the Bucks never used to get Christmas Day games. It's kind of like, I call it like little brother syndrome in Milwaukee to Chicago. Like, yeah. we, we talked about this yesterday, like how Brewers fans hate Cubs fans. Cub fans don't even, like, acknowledge that Brewers fans <laughs> So there's like no rivalry there, you know what I mean? Like so they uh the Milwaukee Bucks front office at some level decided that they have to stop selling tickets to Cubs fans, but Cubs fans still find ways to go to games. <laughs> yeah, man, it's ridiculous. And so, like, that's the same way they are with Philadelphia because they finally got a Christmas Day game a couple of years back, and Philly beat them in that game, and they shot like 60% from the floor. So I don't know, like they just hate Philadelphia here. They hate Philadelphia, they hate Chicago. Somehow they welcome me, even though I'm from uh, Illinois. That's good. But, but you know what? You know why they welcome you? Because you follow their stupid rules. Because I've noticed this like six or seven different times. Like, well, when you do Radio Milwaukee, you have to blink. I'm like, you don't have to. Right. You don't have to. You can fight them on stuff, and they'll hate you, and it'll be great. But but you follow their stupid rules. Uh, yeah, I hate Philadelphia too, guys. They suck. Uh, go Brewers. Like, you don't really like the Brewers. Okay. So, <laughs> the 
city. I don't want to hate like the city that I'm from, but I'll, I'll I'll choose Philadelphia because, like I said, I've been there twice. I like Philadelphia. I don't love Philadelphia. It's not Vegas, you know. It's not. Uh, it's not one of my favorite trips ever. It's not Fiji. It's not Ireland. But still, um, I do wish Steph Curry was getting a little bit more MVP love just for my 16 to one little wager that I threw down. But he's got not getting any love. I think he should be at least in the cat. Like if we're talking Embiid, when we're I don't like when you, Dame- you are upsetting Jake Alley so much. Like, you know, he's the big Sixers homer. If there's any reason to be positive about anything, Philadelphia, he's all over it, which I kind of I kind of like. I, I'm, I'm a little jealous of that. I wish I still had a little bit of that, I think. I've just never really been able to root for any Philadelphia. You know, just out of touch with reality. Like, you know, we had like Tommy <laughs> McNabb, hometown kid, but I went to Juliet Catholic and he's from Mount Carmel. So I couldn't root, I couldn't root for Donovan McNabb. Really? Philadelphia. You couldn't? Yeah. That's ridiculous. All right. I don't even know what we're okay. talking anyway. about. Uh, we're wasting time because, you know, why is it TNT Thursday? And we only have four games. Four games going on. So if you if you want a quick thought on each of these, uh, we could actually do this. Unlike last night when we had a 12-game slate with Wednesday. Uh, how about the team you cover on a regular basis? Can you give us something here? You gave the people the bucks minus nine and a half yesterday afternoon. If they listened live or shortly after the podcast was posted, that was a winner for everyone. So it's a road back-to-back for the Bucks. This line has been bouncing around between six and a half and seven. They're at Atlanta. Trey Young is questionable. John Collins out once again. Yeah, see, this will be a no play, unfortunately. I said I was going to bet every NBA game jokingly, and I've already played two games tonight, but this is the one that I'm not going to just because of the uncertainty. Is Giannis going to play? It's a back-to-back for Milwaukee. Last minute, is Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday going to sit? And then is Trey Young going to be out there? If Trey Young plays tonight, I kind of like Atlanta. With the Bucs on a back-to-back, Atlanta's been playing pretty good basketball. I think they're the type of team that could give the Bucs troubles because Mike Budenholzer hates defending the three-point line. What does Atlanta, what does Trey Young do? They shoot the yeah. basketball pretty damn well. So if anything, if Trey Young plays, I'm playing Atlanta. If he does not, it's a stay away. Or if he does not and Giannis plays, I'll probably play Milwaukee because we haven't seen Giannis in a while. Uh, he's got a knee issue. It is a legit injury. Um, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how serious it is. What's crazy, so Joe, like last year, right before the pandemic hit, the Bucks were, I mean, they finished with the best regular season record, but they were playing their worst two-week stretch of basketball, and Giannis missed time with a knee injury. Then the pandemic hit, so obviously he had time to get healthy and get into the bubble, but now it's the same knee injury. So I'm actually a little worried. You know, I, I don't know how serious it is, but it is a real injury. It's not one of these fake, like, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, you know, we just don't really want to play on a back-to-back type injury. It's it's a legit knee injury. So if he plays, Trey Young doesn't, I like Milwaukee. If Trey Young plays, Giannis doesn't, I like Atlanta. If they both play, I still like Atlanta. Right now, no play for me in this game, though. I liked your question uh, to Bobby Marks on what's going to happen with the Bucks here because that's big. I, I don't know anyone that believes that they are still a threat. Because just because of the coaching, we know they have that top tier talent, and we're waiting for the, for that defense to show up like it did last year. We all understand that they've gone through their changes, but at this point, with a month of regular season basketball left, they still should look look much better. And it's it's kind of just figuring out when are they going to exit. That's what we're going to be talking about when we get to the playoffs and we get all these series prices. Like, okay, is it this round or is it the next matchup that's going to knock the Bucks out of the postseason? Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's the crazy thing because they've had the best record in the league the last two years. 
And so, like, even after the bubble, everybody wanted Mike Budenholzer gone because he doesn't make adjustments. Everybody wants Giannis and Middleton playing 38 minutes in the playoffs. Instead, you're getting Pat Connaughton for 25 minutes for some reason. He doesn't shorten up his rotations. There's 11 guys playing in the playoffs. But, I, like, I made the point, like, you can't fire a head coach after having the best record in the NBA two straight years because of playoff failures. Um, but, again, if they don't do it this year. Well, I think you can. I, I, well, you I, mean, can. Yeah, I mean, you could go back. Hell, Doug Collins probably would have kept the job for a long time, but the Bulls had to make the change because Jordan couldn't get past the Pistons, and then Phil Jackson did. Um, Dwayne Casey, I think, won Coach of the Year. How many years ago was that in Toronto? They fired him and hired Nick Nurse. I mean, and they made an upgrade, right? Yeah, and they made an upgrade. Obviously, Brett Brown. The the 76ers were a playoff team every year, but clearly Brett Brown had to go. And now you see what Doc Rivers has done. They've actually they actually play defense. And they went on the road. They went away from Philadelphia, which they didn't do uh, for Brett Brown. Uh, so at the moment, nothing here unless Trey Young plays. Golden State, Cleveland, both of these teams on a back-to-back, a, a road back-to-back in both yeah. uh, for the Warriors. On the road last night, on the road tonight, uh, Warriors third game in four nights. The number's nine, total 224 and a half. St- I'm kind of surprised at this stage in the season that we're still seeing it, but Steph looks like a man on a mission. Yeah, he really does. I wish he was getting some more MVP love, but only for my wallet. I mean, I uh, actually in this one, okay, so nine and a half was where it opened. I got eight uh, for Cleveland plus eight. Now it's at six and a half where Golden State's favored. His point total is 33 and a half. How often have we seen that this year? You know what? And I've been playing some Steph – Overs tonight, if anything, I'd probably play the under on a back-to-back. Now, who's going to score the basketball? Now, Ubre is going to probably be out tonight. Wiseman's out for the year. So I actually like Cleveland in this spot, even on the back-to-back, because it's a back-to-back uh, for Golden State as well. I'm not saying Golden State's going to lose tonight, but I think it's a two-possession game. I actually like Cleveland in this spot. I think this is a good spot for them to keep it close tonight. And so uh, that was an official play for me. I got the eight. I guess I still like six and a half. But I would probably do it now just in case that continues to go down. Because now I'm wondering, is somebody else going to sit tonight? Maybe Wiggins isn't going to play. Is Draymond going to play? You expect Steph to be out there? Doesn't matter. I like Cleveland tonight. That's I was wondering about Draymond. His assist number is eight and a, eight and a half. He had a triple-double in a blowout last night. But but since it was a blowout, they scored 147 against OKC. Um, he only played 30 minutes. So yeah. maybe, maybe he'll be back on the court tonight. Um, eight and a half. Does that entice you? I had 16 assists last night. That's silly. That's silly. Uh, but he's gone under eight and a half in the uh, previous four games. Yeah, I'm actually out on Draymond, man. Like, you know, you can I, bet I, under. I, I, I just I don't want to play anything because I try out okay. another. Like I told you early on in the season, I, I was finding some value with the points six, sure. six, six and a half going over. And there's games where Draymond doesn't take a shot. He'll have 10 rebounds, 14 assists. But then what I started doing was what we were all doing, going PRA or rebounds and assists. And then there were games where I was playing the rebounds and assists, and Draymond would go off for 18. So I'm done. I'm out on Draymond. There's only one prop I actually really like tonight, and it's not in this game. I got you. Okay, so the Lakers have been doing this. Let's see. Loss win, loss win, loss win, loss win every other day. That's what they've been doing over the last couple of weeks. Uh, they beat Charlotte on Tuesday. Tonight they play Boston. Celtics playing well. I was yeah. people got sick of talking about the Celtics so much. What's wrong with the Celtics? What's wrong with the Celtics? Now they're not talking about them anymore. Why? Because they're playing well. They're favored by six. 
yeah. at the Lakers total only two twelve. Uh, looks like Kuzma is going to play. He's probable. Yeah, it looks like he is going to play, um, but he's probable, and they're beat up. I mean, Gasol, Drummond. I mean, like honestly. So what I did there was I played a player prop immediately. Jason Tatum over six and a half rebounds was available this morning. I don't get why that number was so low. He's been averaging 8.3 rebounds in his last 10 games. Um, you look what he's done against the Lakers this season. He had 8 and 10, and that was with Gasol, Kuzma, and Drum. Well, not Drummond yet, but with those two playing. So I like Jason Tatum over 6.5 boards. I also did play Boston. I did this last night, 4.5. Now it's at 6. Lakers are coming home from – I think they had a seven-game road trip. They're back home tonight. Um Yes. I like Boston. I mean, Boston lost by one point in January. They played them really tough, and that was with Anthony Davis and LeBron James both on the floor. We heard it from Bobby. I don't know how high – like Bobby Marks. Know, Bobby Marks, yeah. Like, he still thinks – he could still see the Celtics making some noise in the playoffs. Not so much a sleeper, he said, but he's not out on the Celtics. And I think yeah. that they're going to get hot here. Like, we're asking, like, why am I going to continue to play sides and totals every night with some of these teams? What's the motivation? Well, with Boston, they need to win. They don't want to be in the play-in. They need to win just to get into the playoffs. So I think there's going to be some motivation here these next couple of weeks, this final month of the season for the Celtics. So tonight, I really do like Boston in this spot on the road, even though the Lakers are coming home from this long road trip. I think they win this game by double digits. I think Jason Tatum finishes with at least eight boards. And I really like Jalen Brown. If you could get his point total anywhere, 22 and a half, 23, I think he goes off for a minimum of 25 points tonight in this game as well. You on a first name basis with Bobby Marks? Hey, Bobby. Bobby. Hey. Bobby. Uh, okay. Next week and a half, Lakers, Boston, Utah twice, Dallas twice. Oh, they have to win at least a couple of those. Who's that? The Lakers, that's their schedule next week and a half. Boston, Utah twice, Dallas twice. Yeah. That could I, be rough. That could be rough. They could start to slide. Do you think that, like, yeah, and especially, like, imagine, like, so if they lose tonight, they lose a couple of these, I think they're going to have to get AD back on the floor. There's no talk of him. Nobody pulling up. Right. Yeah. I know. We'll see. We'll see if it's a, it's actually close. I feel like we have no information on anything going on with the Lakers. There's been rumors about LeBron, but I don't know. Uh, Sacramento Phoenix uh, Kings back to back three games in four nights. What do you think? You, you playing any of the Suns bigs or what? Yeah, I'm going to play uh, DeAndre eight, and I think I saw yeah. it at ten and a half. I'll go over on the rebounds. Anything that's even anything under twelve, I'm going over on DeAndre eight, and he's going to have thirteen to fourteen rebounds. All right, very good. That's Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. Up next, we give you our lightning bets. Bunch of baseball that we like. Uh, may have to act quickly because I think we're paying attention to day baseball. Joe Ostrowski, Horvat, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.